After looking the Croft Ranch over, Jimmy and Speed have just about decided that Bender's proposition is all right. They decide to land and look over the ranch house. During their search, they come across a recently opened can of pork and beans. What can it mean? Is some enemy lurking nearby? Yes, there is. For a man is now covering Speed and Jimmy with his gun. And we hear him say, Put up your hands, yours, and stay where you are. What? Say, who are you? Where did you come from? Never mind, senors. Just do as I bid. Ah, put away that gun and tell us what you want. No, senors. This gun stays in my hand. And now you must tell me where is senor Bender. Bender? Well, Bender's over at the Diamond A Ranch, I guess. That's where we left him. What about Bender? You live at the Diamond A? No, no. We live up north in Kansas City. We're just spending a few days at the Diamond A Ranch. I heard you come here in your machine, your aeroplane. Oh, that's right. We were flying around, looking over the land. And why? Why you look over this land, senors? Well, the, the owner of the property has asked us to. You, mi- you mean Senor Bender? No, no, we don't mean Bender. Bender doesn't own this ranch. Uh, but Senor Bender tell me he buy this ranch. Oh, no, that's wrong. Bender is trying to buy the ranch. That's why we came down here. You sell the ranch to Senor Bender? No. We don't own this property, but a very good friend of ours does. Do you get the idea? A Mrs. Croft from Kansas City owns the land. She wanted us to look it over before selling it to Bender. You see, Bender seemed pretty anxious about it, so we thought we'd come down here and yes, just... Senors, you are compañeros of Senor Bender? Comp... Oh, I, I don't get you, fellow. What was that? You and Senor Bender are friends, see? Oh, well, hardly. No, we're not friends of Bender's. And Senor Bender, he not buy this land? He hadn't bought it yet. And you, Senors... You are friendly with owner of land? This senora... Senora... Croft, see. Mrs. Croft. Yes, she's a very good friend of ours. But look here, fella, who are you? Why all this interest in the Croft land? Ah, senors, that is a long story. Well, what do you say you just stick that gun back in the holster and tell us all about it? Yeah, go ahead. We're not here to look for trouble. Well, you look like honest gentlemen. Not like Senor Bender. Oh, thanks. There, there, that's better. You know, I, I never feel comfortable looking down the barrel of a forty-five. That goes for me, too. Well, now that that's settled, I guess we can introduce ourselves. I'm Jimmy Allen, and this is Speed Robertson. Uh, si, senor. And I am Ortez Escobedo. Oh, our, our introduction to you, Mr. Escobedo, was rather sudden, but I'm sure we'll get along all right now. Yeah, what do you say we sit down and you tell us what you're doing here at the Croft Ranch House? Si, senors, it is my pleasure. Yeah, that's more comfortable. Senors, have you known Bender very long? Oh, just a few days. Look here, Mr. Mr. Escobedo. I have a hunch that you and Bender have had trouble. Oh, we'd like to know what it's all about. In fact, we flew down here to investigate Bender. Do you understand now to find out something about him? What do you have against Bender? Senors, Bender killed my brother Amos. He, he what? He killed your brother? Bender killed my brother Amos. But, but Why? Los muertos no hablan. The dead do not talk. Bender, a murderer? Did you see him do it? No, senor. But Ramos has gone. And I know Bender killed him. But why? Why would Bender kill your brother? Because, senors, there is a vast treasure in these mountains. A treasure of gold and silver and jewels. And Bender, he wants that treasure. What's that? Look here, Ortez. Do you mean to say that there's a gold mine or something in these mountains? Speed, 
I wonder if that's why Bender wants this land. By George, Jim, maybe we've hit on to the answer. Look here, Ortez. How do you know there's a fortune in these mountains? Yeah, how do you know about that? I shall tell you the story, senors. But first, you must give me your sacred word. What's that, Ortez? When the treasure is found, I must have my share. Well, that's fair enough. If you can find it, you're certainly entitled to some of it. We'll give you our word on that. Sure, but tell us about this treasure. See, si, Senor Allen. Many, many years ago, up in the state of Chihuahua, a wealthy Spanish gentleman, an official of the state, fell into disfavor with his superiors at Mexico City. Possibly he had become too right for his own good. He had become too powerful. But Mexican justice is swift and terrible. And the caballero had no desire to lose his great fortune. And what was more important, his life. So what did he do, Ortez? Be patient, senor, as I come to that. He knew he must leave the country. So he called in his most trusted vaquero. And ordered a pack train of 30 mules loaded with gold and silver and precious jewels. It was not his whole fortune, senors, but all that he could safely carry away. Hmm. How much was it, Ortez? The story that comes down to us is that one million two hundred thousand pesos of gold coins, silver bars, and precious stones were loaded onto the mule, senor. One million two hundred thousand pesos. Why, that'd be six hundred thousand dollars. Oh, gosh, that's a fortune. See, si, senor Robertson, a great fortune. And then what happened? The pack train headed down the Chihuahua Trail, and San Antonio was the destination. There were ten vaqueros in the conductor to guard the rich burden from the Indians and bandits. When the train crossed the Rio Grande, word of the expedition was brought to Jim Hanley, leader of the three Hanley brothers, who in those days terrorized the border. The Hanley gang wanted the gold and precious stones, but were afraid to attack so well-guarded a conductor. So they joined forces with Jose Candela, a robber and cattle thief, and known far and wide as a terror of the Rio Grande. Candela had with him four Comanches who killed and plundered just for the love of shedding blood. Oh, gee, then what happened? In the Chaparro, north of the river, the desperados intercepted the well-fed mule, senor, and ambushed the train. Not one member of the pack lived to talk about it. The murderers then led the mules with their precious burden into the mountains. Into these mountains, senor, where they would be safe from the troopers of both nations. How do you know that, Ortez? Be patient, senor, and I will tell you everything. Well, go ahead, Ortez. What happened? Remember, senors, there was Jose Candela, his four Comanche Indians, and the three Hanley brothers. And Los Muertos no hobbling. Yes, the dead do not talk. See, si, see, si, senor, the dead do not talk. So the Hanleys massacred Candela and his Indian compañeros and buried them with the plunder just a few leagues from where we sit. But look, Ortez, how do you know they buried it in these mountains? Jim Hanley, he was the gentle voice desperado, drew a true map of the cave in which the treasure lay, for they intended to come back soon and enjoy their blood-gotten wealth. But they were never again to see the Spanish go, senor. The bandido Jim was killed by the Apaches as he was on his way to San Antonio. A short time later, John, the older brother, was hanged for robbing a stagecoach. The younger brother, who had the true map, fled in terror across the border. Where did he go? He fled to Monterey, senor. But his crimes preyed on his mind and he became ill. Huh. 
You say this younger brother had the map which showed the location of the treasure? Si, senor. And he died in agony in a monastery in Monterrey. But before joining his two brothers, Jose Condale, yes, and the Spanish Caballero of Chihuahua, the last member of the Hanley gang confessed his crimes and left the chart with the good brothers at the monastery. Oh, gee, Ortez, what a story. But what happened to the map? Senor, it was placed with some other papers in the archives of the order, and there it lay for nearly a century. Well, how did you know about the map and its history, Ortez? About a year ago, senors, the order of monks moved to a new building. The monastery was ordered by the Mexican government to be torn down to make way for a new highway being constructed from Laredo to Mexico City. My brother Amos and I were given the contract to tear down the old building. And, senors, one day a workman came upon a small silver chest. Ramos and I opened the chest and found Jim Hanley's map. Yes, but how did you know its history? The history, written in the fine hand of the good brother who heard the younger Hanley's story, was attached to the map, senor. And you have the map, Ortez? I did have the chart, senor Allen. You did have it? Well, what happened to it? Recently, Ramos and I came to this country looking for the location of the hidden treasure, senor. We found the landmarks, the towering twin peaks over yonder. For seniors, we needed help. Labor is required to dig deep into the ground. Uh-huh. So you went to the benders. See, si, Senor Robertson. We went to the benders. Their ranch house was nearby. We told them our story, and we showed them our chart. And the benders agreed to help search for the cave and provide us with labor. In return, they should share the gold and silver. How long ago was that, Ortez? Just a few weeks ago, I returned from San Rafael, Senor, where I had gone to purchase supplies. My brother was not at the ranch. I inquired of him, senors, and Bender, the younger Bender, they call Rip, said he had gone, senor. I thought nothing of it, for Amos might be in the mountains searching. But that night, senors, as I lay in my bunk thinking of the great wealth so close to me, I heard footsteps outside my door. For some reason, I was afraid, senor. I crept from my bunk and slipped out the open window. As I did so, the door opened... And the younger Bender appeared. And Senor's clutched in his hand was a knife, a long, shiny blade. Gosh, what did you do? Senor's, I fled. And as I ran, I knew what had happened to my brother Amos. And since that night, I have been living in the mountains, part of the time in this hunting shack. Well, well. My brother Senor's has gone. Los muertos no hablan. The dead do not talk. The dead do not talk. If Ortez Escobedo's story is true, and we have every reason to believe it is, then the benders are more despicable than we thought. Murder. Not a pleasant thing to contemplate. There is action, mystery, and adventure in the episodes to come. Don't miss the next exciting air adventure of Jimmy Allen.